Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Absolutely. I'm ready to roll. Consequence Podcast Network. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network Thank you as always for making your way here and checking out the series Please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones and remember, you can do so at, uh, at all the usual podcast spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, Audible, Red Circle, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I'm talking with Julian Lennon. We're going to be uh, hearing about his new record, Jude. It's a coming-of-age album consisting of, uh, I guess you'd say, finally finished songs from throughout his life. Uh, Julian's going to tell us about why he thought he was done making albums, uh, watching his father John Lennon in the Get Back film uh, with his brother Sean, and, and how that led to the making of the LP, and legally swapping his names around. We're also going to discuss the environmental concerns heard within the lyrics, uh, covering Snarky Puppy's Bill Lawrence, and his plans to release more songs in the near future. So let's get into it. We're talking Jude. It's Kyle Meredith with Julian Lennon. My pleasure, my pleasure, absolute yeah. pleasure. So, so I guess the compliments first, uh, Jude. It's been such a fun time listening. It's a beautiful record. It seems Thank like you. there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I guess the obvious place to start then is um, why was it time to write this album, and 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 what did you want to say? Well, firstly, you know, uh, after the last album, everything changes. I thought that was it for me. Uh, I'd kind of had enough. I'd been in the business for over thirty years, and I had other uh, passions and pursuits that I wanted to follow, and uh, you know, uh, the children's books, the, the documentary work, um, photography, and the White Feather Foundation. So I was heavily and uh, uh, deeply uh, uh, involved in all of those subjects. And um, how this came about very briefly was that. Uh, uh, I, I found a box of tapes uh, that were sent to me from my uh, ex-business uh, manager from London. In there was 
reel to reel tapes of the first demos I'd ever made. So like Too Late for Goodbyes and Volot, but the boxes went on and the tapes went on. And my dearest old friend, um, Justin Clayton, who co-produced the album with me, we decided to delve into these boxes and see if anything was savable, number one. Uh, number two, anything if anything was in a good condition, if it was worth working on or... Um, and we found a treasure trove. I mean, true a true treasure trove. And we so the first one we decided to attack, uh, the first song was Every Little Moment. And uh, we found out, you know, that the, the, the tape was in great shape. And so literally we worked on it, up, updated the, the production a little bit. Um, I threw some real drums on there and some real keys and re-sang the, the, the choruses. But it was ready to go. And I went, all right, this is a good start. Um, so it wasn't really a process. Uh, uh, there was no, you know, real plan to do another album. So I continued through this process and, you know, found songs from 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, uh, up until a few years ago. And in between all of this was kind of writing at the same time. Uh, so I was starting to build up a good collection and I'd had a, a run-in with the head of BMG, Hartwig, uh, who said, Jules, uh, album. And I said, listen, I don't think it's time for an album because I think in this world, with uh, how music is put out there, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if I want to do an album. You know, maybe a couple of singles or an e a couple of EPs here and there. Less pressure, I can breathe. But at the end of the day, after having about 10, 11 songs, I just went, you know what, this sounds like an album. So, so you know, I just went, okay, all right. Um, and, and off we go, you know, and that's, and, and that's what it was. And, uh, I, you know, there's obviously more behind the title of why that all came about, et cetera, et cetera. But all I can say in short is that it was um, uh, a coming of age kind of album, listening to all the work and basically almost the same sentiment and emotions going through the years mm. of looking in the mirror and, you know, kind of going, who am I? What am I doing? Am I happy? Am I not happy? Uh, how do I find peace and balance in my life and focus, purpose, power? And uh, all of this, especially during COVID as well and, and lockdown, which was severe uh, here. So um, that was part and parcel of it. Also, the fact that, uh, you know, Get Back had just been around as well. And I, Sean and I had seen Dad, you know, in that film for uh, together. And it was, for me, it was magical because I, I fell in love with Dad again. You know, I think Sean too, because he displayed, you know, actually who he was back in the day, um, you know, when I was a kid. And so uh, it was great seeing him being, uh, you know, goofy, cynical, smart ass. Uh, talented, clever, witty, you know, the list goes on. And um, so, the, you know, looking at that relationship and Paul and then and then doing the NFTs with the Hey Jude arrangements, the list goes on. And it just, for me, just made sense to call it Jude. And it was, again, this coming of age of just saying, you know, you can ask me anything now. You know, I've I've been through it all and... It's uh, it, for me, it's a different world. But one of the key things 
that uh, really pushed it over the edge was that uh, legally, uh, uh, in my passport, uh, you know, my given name is John Charles Julian Lennon. And I'd had an issue with that all my life because, uh, you know, everybody called me Julian. But the John thing really became a real issue for me with uh, with uh, airports and security and this. And, I, you know, people would look at my passport and they wouldn't always recognize me and go, John Lennon, ha, that's funny. You know, and, and the quips and the comments over many, many years tend to get to you when you are Julian. So by deed poll in 2020, of course, just before COVID, um, I, I I became Julian. I changed, I switched the, the John and Julian around. So I still respected my parents' wishes with the names, but um, so now I'm Julian Charles John Lennon. So... For me, becoming Julian, finally, becoming Jules, becoming Jude was a real thing. You know, it was a, it, it was it was taking the weight off my shoulders somewhat, you know, and that also related to to Hey Jude and, and Paul's lyrics as well. So um, it was all a bit of a mad jigsaw puzzle that kind of weirdly worked and it worked organically. It wasn't like I was this was contrived. It was just, oh, okay, well, that kind of works with that. And that makes sense for that. Voila. And now we're here. Now we're here. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Julian Lennon. It almost puts it in a bit more of a context because the first words that we hear are save me. Yeah. You know, that's like that's the that's the beginning of it. And it's interesting to hear that you know, th- these songs weren't written. I mean, they, they came from so many different time periods, but yeah. did you think about it in in an album form in that way? Like, do those two words with the context maybe of what you're already saying right here, how do they set the record up? Well, you know, um, Save Me, the, the idea behind Save Me and Save Me was a new one, relatively new one in the past five years. Um, again, it was all about looking in the mirror and, and uh, you know, and reiterating the fact that, you know, if we do want change in, uh, in our lives in any capacity, it's us that has to make the changes. It's that simple. Um, so it was uh, uh, reflective of that notion and that concept and that uh uh, uh emotion that i i thought it was a good idea it felt right to set the album up in that regard because most of the most of the songs deal with some element of 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 our emotions in that in that regard whether it's love or loneliness or or, or confusion or doubt or uh anxiety uh the, the list goes on you know and i i certainly know that most people i know deal with all of those issues uh uh to some degree so it, it to me it just felt like the perfect song to get things started you know uh and so far so good you know well and and then on the other side of that from the personal to the global i mean uh lucky ones of course the big first radio single which we're already spinning over here at wfpk and and to look at that thank from you the, yeah well it was an easy thing to do honestly that thank was an you, easy yes you. right there it's a powerful song, and, and especially what we're all dealing with right now environmentally. I mean, I know that's, you know, big on your plate as well, something you think sure. about. Like, and for this, I think to come at a time when this bill is about to pass here, which is like not exactly enough, but still the biggest environmental package that the country yeah. has ever seen. I mean, it, I, I'm guessing you've been watching that as well. I mean, I've been seeing some of it. Uh, I, I, I mean, little time to watch anything these days except other people's faces that I don't know. No, I'm kidding. But um, uh, yeah, listen, it's a great start. You know, it's a good start without question, but uh, that doesn't mean we can relax in any way, shape or form. There's, uh, there's still problems every day. We're still struggling with so, so much. Uh, but it's, 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 it's really a good beginning and it's about time. It really is. I mean, it's taken forever to get anything done. More of that, please. More, more, more help is needed, especially from governments around the world. Well, that's what I like about the uh, the, the interesting sentiment about lucky ones too. Is like because it's it's sort of that question: like, um, is there time, or did we cross the line? Right? Oh yeah. But but there seems to be the hope in the song, which uh, you know you didn't have to Always. go towards. No, there has to be. 
there has to be, listen, there has to be hope, otherwise we're all doomed, you know. Uh, and I, I, you know, I've, I, I've, I've been uh, sitting on that bench as well uh, on, on occasion, you know, I've been thoroughly depressed at times, I mean, proper depressed and uh, anxious and fearful of, of where we are, where we stand and, and on a personal level too. But um, the, the issue with that is it gets you nowhere. That's the problem. So you have to think optimistically. You have to be hopeful. You have to will it to work, will things to change and obviously be part of that. And I, uh, you know, in whatever medium I'm, I'm involved in, I, I'm certainly trying to do that uh, to, to make this, uh, this world a better place in one way, uh, shape or another for, for all of us, you know. I mean, it, it really originally came from working with the indigenous cult, tribes and cultures in, in Australia and then South America and also in Africa too. So it's uh, when you see their lives and what they've been through and what we have and what we're throwing away, it's just bonkers, you know. And, uh, you know, I know this sounds stupid, but, you know, we've been around for thousands of years and we still can't get it right. It's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm ashamed, to be honest with you, ashamed. Yeah. We should be doing a much better job. We could be all living in paradise, but no. Why? Why would we want that? So anyway, onwards and upwards, hope must be included. Well, I appreciate you the work that you do with that. And and I'll point out, uh, you know, you even uh, did the children's book last year with the uh, the Morning Tribe that came out and yeah. the uh, the Netflix documentary Kiss the Ground about soil regeneration. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that you're still putting in the work with all of this and and the way it's reflected in the arc too. I mean, even the, uh, the final song with the Gaia, which beautiful, almost like this Broadway esque. I mean, it's so different than the rest of the record too. It, it's, it's yeah. really a, a great finale. Thank you. I thought it was a good, good closing uh, piece. You know, it, it wasn't initially included. It was a last minute addition uh, to the album that just came about again through things happening organically. I mean, I, the song was actually originally written um, by a guy called Bill Lawrence, who's part of a band called Snarky Puppy, whom I love, instrumental jazz band on crack, basically. And um, anyway, he and I did some work together and I asked him to re-record this song of his. Um, and because I kept hearing it, a different way. And I kept hearing a French voice on it, something like the old 30s, 40s, 50s, radio mm -hmm. or TV. And literally, I was scrolling through socials. And I hear this voice. And I'm going, that's her. That is her. I wrote to her. She lives 20 minutes away. How is that possible? Wow. I mean, if that if that is insane, then I don't know what is. Anyway, one thing led to another, the song turned out the way it did. But it was kind of an introduction because I write a lot of that kind of stuff, but it's never, it's never had an outlet before. Um, I mean, a lot of the, lot of the music on many of the albums, there is, you know, uh, they're quite uh, um, uh, filmic, I guess. What would another way of describing it? You know, um, uh, they kind of quasi film score, but a lot of instrumental stuff and, there's a lot of that in the boxes that I found too. So, you know, there's about another hundred, maybe more songs and ideas in those Ooh. boxes. So without even thinking about it, I've, my work's cut out for me. <laughs> so I don't know about, I don't know about how many albums or albums in the future, but certainly 
for those who are interested, there'll be uh, I'll be throwing stuff out there of all kinds of nature, you know, whether that's even a lot of I was considering also, you know, EPs of pop stuff, real, real pop stuff that I wrote back in the day that are still good. But a lot of the songs that you hear on this album were also uh, pieces, songs that I love, but just didn't have that didn't sit right on previous albums or previous projects in so you know so that's I, i'm happy to have been able to bring them all together on this one bit of a weird one but it works uh so you know go with the flow that's all i can say <laughs> well it, it's an absolutely a uh, great creation i cannot wait to hear more i'm so happy to hear there's more in the tank and uh but in the meantime yes. thank you for jude uh it's a great record and julian Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. This has been such a pleasure. My 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 absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um, sorry for waffling on too much. Uh, you got to tell me to shut up sometimes, you know. That's exactly what we're here for. I'm here to hear you waffling on. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My pleasure. And my thanks to Julian Lennon. Again, the uh, brand new record is called Jude. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Uh, hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the full series. You get three interviews a week, new ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, anywhere in podcast land. That does include iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, Audible, Red Circle, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, right to his show, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. Of course, you can also find me on the uh, the old social media spots, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. That's what I say these days. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Kyle Meredith with Consequence, where we check out some cool new things happening on the uh, Consequence Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I get to talk to uh, Ann Erickson, host of our new Consequence Podcast, Beyond the Boys Club. Hey, Kyle. And congratulations on Beyond the Boys Club. Uh, well, what can you tell us about it? Four years ago, I started a column published on Consequence called Beyond the Boys Club. The goal is to spotlight the women making a name for themselves in rock and metal. All these artists share their passion for music and their stories of breaking barriers as women in the music industry. This fall, we're taking the conversation further in the Beyond the Boys Club podcast. 
the interview series will welcome amazing female and non-binary artists from across the genre spectrum to share their stories and triumphs as they follow the beat of their own drum and shake up the scene. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to check it out. And we should all check it out because Beyond the Boys Club arrives uh, twice monthly uh, on Tuesdays, wherever you get your podcasts. Great talking with you, Anne. Thanks, Kyle.